What is up, guys? Welcome back. Stoner Thoughts Podcast again, coming at you tonight. As usual, 1 o'clock in the fucking morning before I decide to actually sit down and record. But you know what? I was thinking about something today, especially because I had a customer come up to me. Somebody who... Well, a friend of mine, if you could say that. Somebody I knew outside of work previously. Like an old friend, not someone that I've hung out recently. Someone that had no idea that I smoked weed and was, you know, always a very, very, like... What's the word? Goody, goody two shoes, I believe is what she, how, how the kids would say it. But she walks up and goes, okay, so I've seen your your recent Instagram post. And I'm like, okay, cool. She follows me on Instagram, whatever. By the way, at L-E-E-N-I-K-Y, in case you guys want to give it a follow. But she looks at me with a dead face and she goes, I've seen you posting pictures of stizzies and marijuana. I was like, well, yeah, like I'm really into cannabis, like... It's kind of one of my favorite things in existence, and the one thing that keeps me from, like, literally slapping the ever-loving shit out of some people. Like, it's just facts, man. It's facts. Like, look, I'll take a hit of the stizzy right now. And I'm going to testify that smoking weed does not make you, like, into a criminal. Does not make you super violent. Like... I mean, but yeah, you know, people give people that smoke weed so much shit that it's not even funny. Like, oh, you're a stoner that makes you lazy and that makes you this, that, and the other. Okay, all right, but at least I'm not sitting here popping like seven different medications a day just to be able to function as a human being. Not talking shit on people that do have to take medication. If you're on medication for any medical reason, keep taking your meds. I'm proud of you. Keep it up. You got this. 10 out of 10. But I'm talking about people that, like, get on dumb shit with people that smoke weed. Like... Let me say it like this, like, uh, let me think, uh, alcoholics, alcohol versus weed, that's been an argument for, like, as long as I can fucking remember, since, like, even now, people are, like, dividing their social groups up, and I, one of my buddies that showed me this on Tinder, he's like, yeah, man, look, he's like, she wants a girl, this girl wants a guy that smokes, doesn't drink, only smokes, if you drink, don't even talk to me, and it's like, alright, guys, everybody in the world that goes, oh, I don't drink, or I've never had a drink, I, I think you're either lying or, like, you're just like, oh, I've never had alcohol. And you've never had it. And just because you've never had something doesn't mean you necessarily won't enjoy something. Just like you'll never know if you enjoy cannabis until you give it a couple of tokes. And if you don't like it, getting stoned's not your thing, then, you know, whatever. That's up to you. You don't like it. You don't have to do it. Just like if you take me to a bar, I'm going to be bored as shit. I'll just be like, yeah, can I just get like a, can I just get a Coke, like, or a Dr. Pepper, and I'll go outside, and I'll sit with friends, and like, we'll smoke, and I'll hit my stizzy a little bit, no, this was before I had a stizzy when I used to go to bars with friends, I would hit like, it was just a standard like vape pen at this point in time, you know, we'd smoke cigarettes, and maybe I'd have like one or two drinks, but nothing more than like a Jack and Coke, that's about it, I didn't do anything crazy. Not a big fan of alcohol. Like, and when I realized I wasn't a big fan of alcohol, for a segue, I do a quick story in the intro, I guess. I realized I wasn't a big fan of alcohol when I was drinking a lot and it wasn't doing anything for me. Like, it wasn't making me feel drunk. It wasn't making me feel like... I just I just wasn't enjoying it anymore. And when you get to the point with something where you're doing it and you don't enjoy it, it should either come down to, like, okay, do I really need this in my life? Or, like, is it just an addiction? 
which for me is what like smoking cigarettes has come down to too because like a long time ago like back in the days when I was when I was smoking like sometimes we get like really good like cigars because like I've said in a couple other stories my friend's dad smoked cigars and like sometimes he would cop one from his dad or his dad would hand him one and be like here try this you know we were kids and his dad definitely shouldn't be handing us cigars but his dad was like fucking like late 50s early 60s he didn't give a shit he was very old school and one day he looks at me and he goes so uh you smell like cigarettes nick and i'm just like oh no sir not me i don't smoke cigarettes never have a day in my life and he looks at me and goes i got a couple cartons in the back go grab a couple packs because i know like it's hard to get cigarettes at your age i'm just like mother of god you're a saint i love you please like take my money and he wouldn't take the money that i offered him i offered him like I think he had like 15 bucks on me. I'm like, here, man, like take this for the cigarettes. And he's like, no, 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 no. You keep that. You keep that. Just grab a couple packs and don't tell anybody. So you best believe I grabbed a couple packs and now I'm telling everybody right here on the podcast. But I guess my point is, like, if you're going to consistently be doing something, when it gets to the point that you genuinely don't enjoy it anymore... Like, when you're just like, alright, cool, I don't need this in my life anymore. And it's more of just an addiction or a ritual. Either cut back on it to make it a little bit more special. Like, even that even applies to smoking weed. I'm not saying this only applies to, like, going out for drinks or smoking cigarettes or cigars or stogies, whatever you want to call them. This is going to apply to everything in life. Like, even, even, like, relationships. When you just find yourself jumping from, like, one relationship to the next. You're not happy. You're just disappointed time after time because nobody can give you, like... That full level of satisfaction. Maybe you had a really good relationship that had a falling out. Like, you know, it, it goes with everything. Snack foods. Maybe you're eating snack food just to eat snacks. It's not because, like, oh, man, I could really go for some gummy bears right now. It's like, oh, man, I literally have an entire bag of gummy bears, so I'm going to sit here and eat it because it's right in front of me. Now, my excuse for eating snacks in this fashion is because I smoke a lot of weed. So, Yeah. When I sit down and go to eat a bag of snacks, I cannot eat just a single bag of snacks or, like, one bag of chips. Never. Never have been able to when I get the munchies. It's the same thing with, like, pizza. If I order pizza and I have a whole pizza sitting in front of me, I'm going to eat the pizza until I'm fucking full. Like, there's no question to it. I might only eat, like, you know, three or maybe four pieces, but the whole point is, like, that pizza is going to be put away by the end of the night. Cottonmouth, man. It's real. Dr. Pepper. I'm sorry I do that to you, but hey, we're here now. But anyways, guys, the whole thing I'm trying to get to here is there's a lot of things that'll kill you faster than weed will. We're going to run down that list in the next part of the podcast here. I might kind of split it up, tell stories about each item on this list, and just really explain to you why it's there. But in the meantime, I'm going to turn up this little, you know, hip-hop mix I got going in the background. Take a couple hits of the stizzy, and we'll be right back. Give me, like, 30 seconds.
right. <clears throat> There's my big call for the night. Sorry I do that to you guys, but you know what? Shit happens. So this list that I'm going to get into with you guys tonight is literally like the top 20 things that will kill you before weed will. And no, I'm not reading this from an article. This is just coming from my personal opinion and experience. And we're not going to talk about any dumb shit like, oh, a hand grenade will kill you before a blunt will. Like, that's that's pretty fucking obvious. Like, if you drop a hand grenade in somebody's lap and you drop a blunt in somebody's lap, one of them's going to make them smile and the other one's a blunt. But, I mean, let's let's be real. Like, if you drop something like a bomb or a hand grenade on somebody, of course it's going to fucking scare the shit out of them. Like, it's probably going to kill them, too. We're not going to do ridiculous, stupid comparisons like that. Like, oh, lightning can kill you. Although... Guess what? That's actually part of number one on this list. The one of the things that will kill you faster than weed will is getting struck by lightning. And that's not even like the, the, the sad part is I'm not the sad. The sad part is I'm not even making that shit up. Like it's really it's really kind of funny that the fact that more people die from being struck by lightning than from smoking cannabis. And no, I'm not counting the little, like, pod, not pod, but I should say cart crisis that there was, like, a, what, a couple years ago? When people were getting given, like, fake carts that were just filled with, like, bootleg distillate that was regular distillate from certain brands that had been watered down with more oils and stuff to kind of make it more, like, more long-lasting, better flavors, I guess. But, like... I don't know, man. Like, there's just, there's there's a risk to everything. Just like if you're going to drink, you could fuck your entire liver up by the age of, like, you know, 35, 40. Sooner, depending on how much you're drinking. Like, if you're smoking cigarettes, you run the risk of getting cancer. You run the risk of getting, like, infections. You run the risk of getting being more susceptible to fucking coronavirus, man. Like, there's so many things that are worse than weed. And the fact that everybody always says shit like, oh, well, weed's a gateway drug. Weed's going to lead you down a dark path that you're never going to get out of. Weed's going to make you do heroin. Like, all right, all right, champ. For First off, for starters, I've been smoking weed since I was, like, 13, 14. Okay, on and off, but still. And never fucking once has the thought crossed my mind that, oh, I'm going to go do some fucking heroin today. No, that is that has never gone through my head. That has never been a statement that has come out of my mouth until that very moment. And I hope you guys know that is a thousand percent sarcasm. Disclaimer to anybody that's hearing this who is below the age of 18. Once you're 18 and you're an adult, all of your dumb decisions are yours legally and fiscally. Don't get into dumb shit trouble when you're a kid. It's not worth it. And, like, the, uh, the the worst part about getting into trouble as a kid, too, if you're listening to those kids, is you might luck out nowadays because parents can't really beat your asses. But when I was younger, when I was a kid, you missed the glory days of parenting. Like, not quite my mom's parents' style of parenting, where it was literally, like, a switch or, like, a belt. For those of you that don't know what a switch is... A switch is when you go off and you break off like a branch from a tree that's still got a little bit of spring to it. And you literally get that. You go break off your own stick. You walk back. My mom told me she would hand it to she would hand it to my grandpa or my mom or my grandma, one of the two. And they would take that switch, that fresh tree branch. It's got that kind of whip like whiplash to it. 
and they would whoop her ass. Especially if she did something fucked up. And you know what? I got to get mom on this podcast still and have her tell you guys some of the, the fun stories. Because I just think it would be super interesting for us to, like, you know, have something like that on the podcast. Uh, I think I'd enjoy it. Find a way to tell me if you'd enjoy it, too. But anyways, I digress. Back to the point. Uh, my parents just would have beat my ass and let me sit in a room and cry myself to sleep. Because if I had fucked up that bad, you best believe they'd take it out of my ass. And I'd expect them to. And parents, if you're hearing this, remember... If they don't have any proof and you don't leave any marks, it's not considered, like, super abuse. And it's not considered illegal if you don't get caught. And personally, there's just some kids that just need an ass whooping every now and then. Let me know if you agree. It's okay to get in trouble. It's okay to get a spanking. I'm not saying take, like, a belt and literally beat the shit out of your kid with it. I'm saying, like, you take your hand, you know, close close fingers, and you just give them one quick pop on the ass. Like, just one little quick, like, not get the fuck off. And if they cry, they're going to cry. But once you give it to them once or twice, they'll figure out, like, oh, if I act up in public, my mom's going to beat my ass. And it's not like I keep saying beat my ass. Spank you. I, I don't want to say spank me on the podcast. I just did. Someone's going to clip that. I bet money. One of my brothers is going to watch this and be like, and that's mine now. But spanking your kid's butt is not a crime, Okay. Yelling at a child is not a crime, but it's much better to get down on their level, look them dead in the eyes, and go, you wait till we get home. Put the fear in them, even if you're not actually going to do anything to them. My mom used to do this shit to me all the time. We'd be walking around Walmart, and I'd be touching shit, going, oh, look at this, look at that, look at this. My mom would give me this look, and she would, you wait until we get out of here. And you best believe when we'd leave, she wouldn't even say anything to me until I got home. But the whole evening after this Walmart trip, I'd be sitting there just like, oh, crap, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? And sometimes it just never happened. And it was just putting that fear in me that made me know that something could have happened. That was enough to make me kind of chill. But anyways, enough on this. Back to the things that will kill you before weed will. Um, what's next on my list? Ah, microwaves. Yes, microwaves exploding statistically on record has killed more people than cannabis. I need another hit after that. My microwave could kill me before my weed can. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? The thing that supplies me with Hot Pockets and Chicken Nuggies is more dangerous than the cannabis that I'm inhaling. I guess this is much worse with older microwaves. The ones, you remember those big, thick, black box you turn it on on grandma's counter and all it all you hear is this like when it's done but it's like loud it's like that humming noise it's like like it's something like it sounds like a fucking animal crouching on the counter growling at you for like three minutes straight or it sounds kind of like a really old car starting up and hitting idle it's like like it's like it's just it's it's an intimidating sound one that i can't really replicate i'm not very good at voices so if that kind of made you cringe a bit, eh, you know, I'm sorry. But you know what I mean? The big-ass old-school, like, convection oven microwaves. Like, these things sound like you fucking just turned on a jet turbine. Like, I shit you not. Like, I guess it was a big problem with those because people would use them to the point that, like, they would start to get, like, cracks in, like, the seal or whatever. And once you introduce oxygen into certain environments where there shouldn't be oxygen 
or there would be issues with the filament. And yes, microwaves do use radiation. So basically people were getting these things superheated. It would fuck up the glass. The glass would eventually get a stress crack from the massive amount of heat produced by, uh, you know, spontaneously being able to bring a frozen hot pocket from frozen to hot and toasty. So the glass would spontaneously expand and shatter forward. And a lot of the times, people, men, children, women, would be standing in front of the microwave looking through the window to stare at the food. And when this happens, there's no chance to duck or move. These things are ejected at such a high speed that they literally just slice into your eyes and your face and your head. And your neck, if you're that tall. And you're just dead. Microwaves have killed more people than cannabis. Congratulations, microwaves. Microwaves 10, human race 0. What is another thing that is more likely to kill you than weed? I literally wrote these down earlier, so I'm reading this off of a piece of paper with my really shitty handwriting on it. So, pardon me. You know, if I sound a little bit ridiculous at the moment. But alright. So, the next thing on my list I wrote down is, uh... The next thing on this list... I'm trying to read the word. I have terrible handwriting. Oh, car accident. Yeah, a car accident much more likely to kill you than cannabis. And a lot of car... car, car car accidents happen because of drunk drivers especially fatal ones which is another reason that I don't drink because could you imagine could you imagine being like the way that I am with most drugs where like yes I'm talking about alcohol as a drug by most drugs I mean caffeine nicotine THC and alcohol like I don't do any hard drugs not my forte mushrooms every now and then acid tried it a couple times cocaine Tried it once, fucking hated it, was not for me. I did not like that, like, jittery, uppery feeling. Like, I, I, I can't even sit down and really, like, drink, like, an entire super energy drink. Like, the big tall cans, like, I used to anymore either. Like, one of those lasts me, like, almost, like, three or four hours if I'm sipping on it a little bit here and there. And if I'm really high and I get tired, the caffeine kind of revives you, but you keep a little bit of that aspect of being stoned on top of it. It's fantastic. And that's another thing that'll kill you on this list. Energy drinks. It's actually the next one. I'm kind of, I'm, tr- I'm getting better at trying to segue into these, but I'm not trying to make it super obvious that, like, I really have no fucking clue what I'm doing. It's 1.30 in the morning. I'm sitting here talking to you on the podcast, loving my life. But you know what? Yes. Yeah. That will kill more people than cannabis. Congratulations. That's the thing that you now know. What's next? Bees. Bees kill more people than cannabis does. Because guess what? People that are allergic to bees, you get stung once, it's game over, man. Like, it is game fucking over. There, there, there's zero chance of recovery from this. Like, if you get stung, especially, like, people who are allergic to wasps, you get stung by a wasp. You ever seen someone who's allergic but to bees get stung by a bee? A wasp sting? Wasp sting? Is, like... I think, like, what, they say, like, at least five times more painful. Plus, wasps can sting you multiple times. So imagine being allergic to something that can literally just continuously stab you until you eventually either swat it off you and it flies away or you kill it. Like, I don't know. EpiPens exist for a reason, I guess. But you should just be wearing a full suit of plate mail armor at all times in that given situation. Unless the wasp can get into your armor, in which case you're fucked. 
But let's see, what's next on this list? Oh, spiders, spiders, facts. Spiders do actually kill more people than cannabis does. I think spiders kill more people annually than sharks do. Because man, I don't know, but have you ever seen like, have you ever seen like spider bites from non-venomous spiders, like big old tarantulas and like sun spiders, or I guess like whip spiders, is that what they're calling them now? You know, camel spiders, tarantulas, big old ones with like fangs like daggers. Where it leaves, like, literal, like, puncture wounds in your fucking arm. Like, you just got stabbed with two fucking straws. Like, and then you see videos, like, like pictures of, like, people that have been bitten by, like, black widows, brown recluses. Um, I think, like, redbacks are the same thing as a black widow. They're just in Australia. But there's, like, X amount of, like, poisonous spiders out there in the world that you have to keep an eye out for, too. And, like, dude, those bites are super small. But then they swell up, they get all red, they get infected, like, your skin starts to peel off, like, it, I don't even, I don't know if that's all the symptoms of it. Uh, and then there's the fact that you could just die. Like, you don't have a whole lot of time after a spider bite, or, like, a scorpion sting, or a snake bite. Those are all three things I'll put into this one big category, because I don't feel like saying each one, one by one. Like, a scorpion sting, a snake bite, and a rattlesnake bite, like, a rattlesnake's, dude, I can literally go walk through the desert right over here across the street. And I shit you not, I could probably find at least one or two rattlesnakes. For sure, I'd be able to find, like, maybe a king snake or a corn snake. Those sometimes come around in the bushes and the trees and stuff out here. But me and my friends, we, we used to go down into the, that big area like I was talking to you about before called the Wash. Which is just basically a big artificial man-made canal that's used for drainage during heavy water seasons of the year. Which, in the desert, is rare. Every so many years, like, we get these really big torrential rains. And the whole thing fills up. And you have to go over a bridge to get across it. And it's just it's just a bad time. I think it funnels into, like, the white water and then into the L.A. River, if I'm correct. But it, it, it runs some kind of course. And the whole thing about it is, like, if you go walk around in the bottom basin of it... You can find right up, right before the, right when the rains start coming, all the animals that live down there, they know, and they evac into like the local like neighborhoods and stuff next to the wash because there's a whole bunch of little like area desert lots, <clears throat> desert lots along the wash, I guess, that are reserved for like when the animals come up, like they try to like, they know like this is a safe spot, and it's its own little environment down there, dude. But then right after it rains, if you go down there, right after the rain goes away and, like, there's no more sludge, it's kind of turned back into, like, hard-packed mud, and you walk around down there, you can find all kinds of shit living down there. Because think about it, everything has to go back down and rebuild its burrows. So you can find, like, scorpions digging holes down there, you can find fucking sun spiders just running around trying to eat shit down there, and those things are fucking scary, and they're not scared of people. This is coming from somebody with arachnophobia, and I'm, I'm going off on a tangent again here, but hear me out. The scariest thing to find down there, chilling below the bushes and the undergrowth, especially right after the rains when everything is growing back and it's all green for a little bit, is a fucking rattlesnake. And I remember I've had so many occasions happen where, like, not so many, but at least, like, two or three. I mean, that's that's a pretty good amount. We'd be chilling out on my friend's property over here in Indio, and, like, literally... The sketchiest shit would happen. Like, it, it would just be weird, dude. Like, we'd be going around, walking around out there, and, like, there was little nests of scorpions. 
like entire generations of scorpions that had founded a pile to make the scorpion pile that was a combination of a bunch of burrows over by this little like he had like a little spring on this property which i guess is why it's worth so much money is because it has a natural spring on it so that's a thing but like i'm talking like dude like hundreds of scorpions out here and we we killed at least like two or three rattlesnakes while we were hanging around out there because his mom leaves us at this place for the weekend and goes by the way there's a couple of there's a couple of rattlesnakes out on the property that your buddy Kenny well, his uncle Kenny has told us about so uh, if you see any shoot him with the pellet gun and us two being absolute fucking geniuses decided to smoke a lot of weed Stay inside 80% of the weekend, and then the last 20% of the weekend, the best time to catch and kill a rattlesnake from what he was telling me. I don't know if this is true. Don't quote me on this. Google it. Don't even try to catch or kill a rattlesnake. Just call animal control if you see one. But, um, I guess the best time he said to catch him is during, like, the dusk evening hours of the night when they're starting to go back into their holes and their burrows. But they're trying to catch that, like, last glimpse of daylight and then kind of, like, mooch back into their hole. So we're walking around, and he's got this big-ass, like, eight-and-a-half, nine-foot stick that he's holding in front of him, waving it, like, through the brush and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, there's a rattlesnake. It'll jump out if it sees this thing. I'm like, uh, why are we looking for rattlesnakes? Mind you, I'm the dumbass holding the pellet gun behind him, like, waiting for one to pop out so I can, like, try to quickscope it like I'm playing Call of Duty Black Ops. And finally, finally, we come across one. We come across one underneath the bush. And it doesn't have a burrow or anything. It's just, like, coiled up for the night. Looking cozy as fuck. And he goes, oh, give me the pellet gun. Give me the pellet gun. And I shit you not, bro. He starts walking towards it with the gun raised. Step by step by step. And all of a sudden, you just see this fucking snake coil back. And this thing is literally, like, almost two feet tall, dude. Like, I don't know how big rattlesnakes typically get. But this thing was fucking huge. In my, in my head, from the age of, like, you know, 13, 14, that's what it reminded me of. It, it looked like it literally got, like, it could have, like, if it had thrown itself, it probably could have bit my buddy, like, in the lower arm, like, his forearm or, like, his chest or something like that. If it really wanted to jump that high, I'm sure it could have. But this fucker was big. I don't know if this is factual. I was, I'm, also pre I'm also pretty high at the moment, so, you know, don't, don't quote me on that. But... He fucking takes his gun and starts walking towards this fucking thing. It peeks back, and I'm just like, oh, fuck. And he's like, what? What are you worried about? And I look back at him, and I'm like, pay attention to the snake, not me. So he points the gun at the snake, starts walking, like, dead at it. And he's like, oh, I'm going to put you down. Like, And this snake literally, dude, rears back. And all you hear is the rattle going. And for some reason, the second that rattle kicked off, my buddy looks at me and he goes, I can't do it. He starts walking backwards, hands me the gun, and he's like, you shoot it. And I'm like, what? What the fuck? And he's like, yeah, I, I can't I can't kill it. Like, I can't do it, dude. It's too scary. I don't want to get that close. And I'm like, this rifle, mind you, has a fucking scope on it. So I hand it back to him. I'm like, I'm not killing this snake. So he takes the rifle, points at the snake, finally pulls the trigger. All you hear is just like, and then silence. And the snake is like dead. But the fucked up part was the muscle memory, I guess, of the snake's body still having, like, some sort of, like, sentience to it. He shot it in the head, so clean kill. But the rattle kept fucking rattling for a solid, like, 30, 40 seconds and then just kind of, like, teetered off and was gone. 
Now my buddy gets freaked out and he's like, I'm not touching, I'm not picking it up. And I'm like, well, if you don't pick it up, the coyotes are going to come over here and they're going to try to eat it and shit. And he's like, they can fucking have it. Like, I don't give a fuck. He's like, I'll even put out dog food next to it so they'll take the whole goddamn thing. And truth be told, my friend goes back to the house, grabs some of the puppy child dog food that we had for the dogs, goes out back, out back, and throws down a bunch of this dog food all around the fucking spot where he shot the snake. This, is, this, this big-ass snake is still laying there dead. And a lot of people I know, especially maybe a couple of you that are hunters or whatever, are going to be like, oh, that's fucked up. Why would you kill it just to kill it? Like, one, dude, we are 13, 14. We're not hunters. Like, I probably wouldn't have been able to pull the trigger if it was me. But, you know, that's just the thing. I, I don't believe in killing animals just for fun or for sport. I think if you're going to kill an animal, you should either eat it, wear it, or sleep on it. Or at least, like, show some kind of homage to the animal that you killed. Like, if it's a bear, like, don't make it into a rug. Make it into, like, you know, a wall hang or, like, a coat or something like that. Something practical and useful. You know, like, if you're going to kill something, eat it. That's about it. That's all I got to say on that subject. Side note, I'm also pretty fucking high. I know I probably said that, like, three times already, but... Back to the top things that'll kill you before weed does. Rattlesnakes. Rattlesnakes is on that list. I hope you go. Oh, wait. I didn't finish the story. So, yeah. He throws out this dog child. The, the coyotes come that night. All the dog food's gone the next day. And the snake body is gone. Just dragged away. You can kind of see, like, a trail where the coyotes went back up the hill. Like, it was super simple. Super done. Easy. Quick and over. Now, for the next thing that'll kill you before smoking weed does... Let me say, this one may shock you. It might surprise you. It may be interesting. It may not be. This is completely a kind of a you thing. But, stress. Literally, stress can kill you. If you're not taking care of yourself mentally, if you're not feeling your own vibes a lot lately, if you're just kind of going through the motions of day-to-day life, you know, but there, there's something, there's something going on, something in the back of your head, maybe, that's just keeping you awake at night, not letting you sleep, forcing you to just kind of do a bunch of shit and vibe with a whole bunch of shit that you just don't want to be a part of. Stress can be the end result of being mixed up in all that. And you know what? Yeah, like, smoking weed can help reduce stress temporarily. And I will say this, it does help me with my anxiety. It helps me with eating. It helps me with a little bit with the depression. You know, it helps me sleep, which gives me more energy, which overall makes me feel, excuse me, which overall makes me feel better. But there comes a point where you got to just accept that, like, okay, cool. The reason that I don't feel so well and that my, you know, my heart is hurting or I'm constantly getting headaches and everything is because of stress. And the best thing you can do to deal with stress is aside from like seeing a, like a, a psych, like a therapist or something like that and getting it taken care of the professional way, which I fully encourage you guys to do. I got lucky enough that my insurance covers my phone therapy twice a week where I can sit there and talk to a person whose name I'm not going to say in the podcast for about like, you know, two and a half, three hours straight. Ask me about all the problems I told him about the last time we talked and, you know, helps me relate to things. He lets me get angry. He lets me express my emotions in a positive way. Yeah, he asked me how I'm doing, what I'm what I'm up to, you know, what my hobbies are, how things are changing in my life, how things are developing, developing, developing about my job, all kinds of shit. And uh, 
He's actually a pretty good therapist. I might talk shit on him sometimes when he gets me into those sessions where I get mad at him. But overall, great job, dude. I, I really appreciate all the help and all the work that you put me through. And dealing with your problems is much better than sitting there and ignoring them. Take it from someone like me. Take it from someone who has the mental distress. Somebody that, you know, has been to a few dark places in my life that I'd rather not admit to. You know, I, I've lost my temper in bad decisions. I've made poor decisions. I've made good decisions. I've made okay, all right decisions. Everybody has. Nobody's perfect, guys. And that's another thing that can kill you. Stress, it can just get you. But trying to always be perfect, like, that's not what life is all about. Life is about making mistakes, learning from mistakes, and then making progress. If you're not making progress and you're trying to do the same thing over and over again, day in and day out, and it's not working, that's the literal definition of insanity. But anyways, guys, that, that's it for, like, the metaphysical portion of this episode. Uh, another thing that will literally kill you before marijuana will can be loud music. Yes, there have been several occasions where loud, super-tuned subwoofers have literally scrambled people's hearing so bad and caused brain bleeds that they have died from it, thinking it was just a part of them participating in a festival. Imagine dying while listening to Black Sabbath. I mean, that's that's pretty fucking metal. I don't know. That that that's a complete joke. I apologize. I shouldn't have made that. But um, yeah, loud music can kill you before we can. Just like I'm pretty sure. Like, what's another thing? Falling objects uh, probably kill more people than weed does. Plane crashes. Playing too much Xbox. Overeating. Improper exercise. Too much exercise. Knives. <laughs> That's a stupid fucking one. But anyways, guys, I think you get the point. I'm trying the point I'm trying to get across here, in conclusion. Like, I don't know how to really say this. Let me compose my thoughts for a minute or two, and then I'll come back at you with the end of the episode. Alright guys, sorry about that. I totally like segued a little bit too hard there and just had to go compose myself for a moment. Talking about mental health normally does that to me because it's... I feel like a lot of people don't admit to it enough that they've been through shit and they've had things happen to them that were like either something that's out of your control or something that you can't really help and you don't know how to get help. Trust me, there's help out there. You can reach out and you know what? To anybody listening to this, it's going through a rough day, having a bad time. I just want to say, like, we all go through it. We all go there. And if anybody, like, if you really, really, really need help, the first thing that you Google closest to you for mental health resources is probably the thing that you should call. Like, the closest office, the closest doctor's appointment you can get. Anything like that. Just take care of yourselves. Because if you think nobody else cares, somebody does. Namely me. I worry about everybody. It's kind of my thing. But anyways, guys, like, yeah, there, the whole point of this was there's a lot of things that'll kill you quicker than weed will. So to all the people that keep complaining and commenting on posts being angry at me or whatever, you know, I have those hate comments turned off for a reason. Like, I have certain words censored on my comments on Insta. Like, I check everything, and I frequently delete comments that say, like, oh, just another fucking loser pothead trying to fucking get people to buy shit. And I'm like... 
you don't have to buy anything. Like, I've been posting a lot about the Stizzy lately. And for that, like, I'm not going to apologize. It's a really good product. I like it. I think other people could like it. Are they paying me to advertise for them? No. Should they? I don't think they should have to. No. It's just a good product that I like. And me talking about, like, the place that I like to go shop at, too. Like, West Coast Cannabis Club and Palm Royale. People have commented and been like, Oh, look at you, selling out for weed. And I'm just like, I'm not getting paid. I just want other people to know about these places and these products. So that way, like, you know, you can get some kind of relief or some kind of assistance with it. If you're new to the, if you're new to the cannabis world or anything else, by the way, if you are new to the cannabis, 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 cannabis world, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. But anyways, guys, yeah, weed is by far not the most dangerous thing on the planet. Just please don't get suckered into doing anything harder than weed. Don't do crack. Don't do acid. Don't do fucking like cocaine, heroin, meth. There's there's never been a before good a good before and after picture of someone that's done meth. Let's be real. Let's let's make that relatable again. Like you know, I don't know, man. Like I just hope you guys have a good day. Stay safe. Enjoy your wake and bake. Sorry I got a little bit too serious there at the end. But uh you guys have a good one. I'll talk to you in the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Catch you later.